Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This, of course, is Stinchfield, the podcast. It is so great to be along with you. Um, I would like to congratulate Texas Governor Greg Abbott for finally doing what is right, and that is declaring an invasion and his ability under the Constitution to protect our southern border in Texas. Look, I broadcast from Texas. Uh, We've been under the line of immigration fire for a long time in this state, and now northern states are starting to realize just how bad it is. Governor Abbott should have acted much earlier than this, but I'm going to give him credit because it's better late than never, and I'm glad we're now at this point. Let the fight begin. Also, I want to thank the title sponsor, Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com. Please, folks, with everything going on, if you're not putting some of your money into gold, I don't know what you're doing. You want the safety, the security. And, and even more, the privacy. Look at government trying to get their mitts uh, uh, on your cash. So thank you, Midas Gold Group, for that sponsor. All right, we're going to hear from Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, I, I'm going to talk all about this and break down why, not why, but exactly what Governor Abbott needs to do in order to actually carry through with his invasion declaration. So with that, folks, let's get the party started. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, folks, as I mentioned, it's great to be here. Um, GrantStenchfield.com is the website. I urge you to go there. You can follow up and and, uh, see all the podcasts correlated right there on the website for you. Um, But I want to talk about immigration today. It's not even an immigration story. It's a national security story. It is a border security story. We need to stop (laughs) saying that border, uh, that we need to stop saying that our immigration system is broke and start saying that we don't have border security. Because as soon as you enforce the laws on the border, as soon as you get the border secure, we could use current immigration law. And yes, it needs to be improved, but... We could stem the flow tomorrow if we just simply enforce the laws on the books. So clearly the Biden administration is not doing that. They have no desire to do that. This is about a very devious scheme to transform the fundamental makeup of America. This is importing poverty, uneducated uh, levels of people. Why would you want to import the uneducated and, and poverty? And spread that around the country. Well, you would do that if you want to create chaos, which I believe is what Joe Biden is doing. So Governor Abbott comes out and declares an invasion. Most of my conservative friends have been calling on him to do this for a very, very long time. Now that we don't have a Republican governor in Arizona, certainly not in California, uh, this was needed for Governor Abbott to do it. Basically the only state that is going to do it because of, uh, of it being a red state. So... Governor Abbott does. Now, what does that mean? Well, I can tell you what it means is that we better start enforcing the laws on the border as the state of Texas as if it was a real invasion. Don't do this dog and pony show. I'm telling you, folks, this Eagle Pass Texas, it's a great show. It calls attention to the problem. It's like I don't even know if it's a mile. It's a very small swath of the border. Yes, they have barbed wire up there, but when they – arrest the illegals, what do they do? They turn them over to Border Patrol, so we're back in the same boat. Though I will say some of the crossings have been limited limited there because illegals like easy opportunity, meaning let's cross at a place where there's no barbed wire instead of where there is. So it is working at least in that area. So 
We've got to actually start enforcing, and I would say expelling these illegals from the country. You cannot let them in. You cannot turn them over to Border Patrol. You push them back and you say, no, turn around, go back. You don't even need to arrest them. You need to put them in a boat and take them back to the other side of the river. Now, they may try someplace else, but the more you start to make it more and more difficult, uh, the more it may stem the flow. So Governor Greg Abbott was on with um, uh, the folks over at Fox News this morning. I'm going to play a little bit of that and uh, get your, well, I can't get your reaction because this is a podcast. Unless, of course, you're in the chat, and I'll be happy to to look at the chat room, Getter, Rumble, Facebook, uh, all places we're going live from. So here is Governor Greg Abbott. Stepping up and doing it with all that razor wire that you're showing right now. Mm -hmm. And, And you've committed to putting up more razor wire where the U.S. Supreme Court just a few days ago said that the feds are allowed to cut through the wire that you've been watching yourself for a couple years now. And just to go back to your first answer that you mentioned there, this was your statement yesterday. The federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the states. Uh, The executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws, on the books right now. So if you lost this week at the U.S. Supreme Court, does this now go back there? And how would you expect to win a second time around? Sure. One quick point of clarification. Uh, something, Bill, you just said that everybody's saying. Uh, and that- All right, I'm going to cut him off here because this is very important. So I wanted Bill Hammer to spell out what we're talking about, about the clause in the Constitution that allows Greg Abbott to declare uh, an invasion. Now, what Greg Abbott is about to explain is something that I've talked about on The Real America's Voice Show is that the Supreme Court ruling that was handed down was not really a ruling. It just sent it back to the lower court. It was two sentences long, as Greg Abbott's going to explain, and it had no direction on the razor wire. It didn't, there was was no uh, commentary in this ruling at all, other than to send it back and vacate the order. Is that the Supreme Court, you said the Supreme Court said what Texas cannot do. If you look at what the Supreme Court actually issued, They didn't write any type of opinion. All they did was to vacate a Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals order and to send it back to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. It's two sentences. There was no opinion about anything about razor wire or what Texas is doing or anything like that. Uh, And but that point aside, regardless of what federal statute may exist, the the supremacy clause means that the Constitution itself is the supreme law of the land. The Constitution itself provides Texas with a right of self-defense in this case because the United States has abandoned its responsibility to defend Texas. So if you can get... So think about what he's saying. The Constitution is the supreme law of the land. All of you watching that know that. The Supreme Court didn't say, we don't like the razor wire. It said, no, we're going to vacate the decision. You got to go back and play this out in the appeals court. And so it's saying, no, let this play out in the courts as the courts are designed to do. What wasn't in place before it went to the Supreme Court was this declaration of an invasion under the Constitution certainly would give Greg Abbott much more legal standing to do what he's doing to expel the invasion than uh, than going up there before he declared an invasion, which is why we've been saying he should have done this so much earlier. But here we are. And, and and he's finally done it, and I'm proud of him for doing it. So what does this mean, though? And so they asked Greg Abbott about that. If this case on the merits to the Supreme Court, you could win. 
So, uh, Dana, first, uh, I, now I think maybe we will get it to the Fifth Circuit on its merits, right. where I believe we can win. And I do believe that when it gets to the Supreme Court, we can win. We already, I, I don't know how and why the justices voted the way they did, but there seemed to be four justices who indicated at least an appetite to the case as is. A fair point is the, the case that was presented to, to the United States Supreme Court actually did not have very much of a record upon which a an appellate court can actually make a decision. Mm. So those who may not have voted in favor of Texas or they'll say those who voted to send it back to the Fifth Circuit, they may have thought in their mind that there's not enough record for them to make a decision. But we don't know that, Dana, and this is very important, again, because there were, there were no sentences or paragraphs or pages of an opinion written by the Supreme Court. So no one knows at all what they were thinking. All we know is they wanted to send it back mm-hmm. to the Fifth Circuit. All right, and that's a hugely important point. So two of the so-called Republican justices, John Roberts, who's been a huge disappointment in the past, and, and Amy Coney, Coney Barrett, who President Trump appointed, was one who, who ruled to send it back. So that's all the left needed. Now, I'm not sure about Roberts, if he's going to stand with us, but I think Amy Coney Barrett, once the case gets back to the Supreme Court, now with Governor Abbott calling an invasion, it seems to me to be a clear, clear um, legal ground standing with with the uh, Constitution spelling out that Governor Abbott can do what he wants to do. Um, all right, I want to tell you guys about my friends over at Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com is where I want you to go uh, for everything gold. And there's a reason why I want you to go there. It is because I trust these guys. I've known them for a really long time. They are with me on the podcast. They are with me on the radio show, and I'm grateful for that. Their support of programming like this helps us spread the message, which is why when I talk about a parallel economy, help companies that are committed to you. So you have a lot of choices for gold companies. Now, beyond helping Midas, being one of the companies that we support, gold is so important. It needs to be part of your portfolio. Uh, it, It has to be. When you look at the government's war on cash, when you look at China buying up gold, when you look at the rate of inflation, everything looks at the price of gold continuing to skyrocket. And God forbid, in case of emergency, everything shuts down. Gold has stood the test of time. So protect your finances, protect your family, have peace of mind, uh, and talk about what's right for you. The investment size with MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. All right, so here's an interesting situation. I was actually shocked when I saw Martha McCallum hammer away at Joe Biden's spokesperson, John Kirby. John Kirby's becoming the heavy for Corrine Jean-Pierre when she can't handle the issues. They call in John Kirby. Martha McCallum hammers him on the border. So here I am applauding Governor Greg Abbott, which hasn't been done in a really long time. And now I'm applauding Fox News, which certainly hasn't been done in a really long time. But nice job, Martha McCallum. They're moving yeah. along well, and we're negotiating. No, they're in not. Good I mean, faith. they're not. I, I mean, they're not. Is what we're hearing that that they're they're not really moving along well. And you know, you say that he's been concerned about it for three years, but that's failing, obviously. Because when you have well, look, record think, numbers think, of people coming in, that means the policy is failing. So why not change gears and think, try to do something that works? 
I think it's important to put this in context, too, Martha. You're seeing, as you rightly said, record numbers of people, and it's not just the United States that are facing that pressure. Some, uh, lots of countries in the hemisphere, including Mexico, is facing a lot of pressure at their own southern border. So put some pressure on Mexico. Mexico is totally reliant on the United States. Joe Biden be on the, ought to be on the phone to the president. I want the cartels out of anywhere near the border with the United States. And if not, we're coming in. We're waging war on the cartels. Get out of our way. You can either help us or move out of the way. Mexico has been a total disaster. And just because other countries are experiencing the same problem, why? Because they're operating with the same policies, these leftist, globalist, no borders policies that have been put in place by left-wing lunatic leaders across the globe, including Joe Biden. Of course they're experiencing the same thing. They're all doing the same thing when it comes to open borders. I mean, there are more people on the move in this hemisphere right now than there has been since World War II. And it's a lot John, of reasons we have a border? Do we have a southern go. border? Do we have a what? Do we have a southern border? Yes, ma'am. Of course we then do. Then how come people can flow across it every single day? We Hundreds and thousands very, of people over the course, 300,000 people in December. We're working very hard to try to fix that, Martha. That's why we need congressional action. That's why the president asked for additional funding. Congressional action and funding? Give me a break. The president can declare right now, we are not taking any more asylum claims. You will make your asylum claims in Mexico. The president can declare right now, all the money that was allocated for the border wall, we're going to continue to build the border wall, and we're going to repair the spots where the Biden administration allowed it to be teared down. So all of these things, we're going to catch and deport instantly if anyone is caught coming across the border. These are policies that don't take money. These are policies that take a president of the United States to order it. But he's not. He wants Congress to get, what is Congress going to do that Joe Biden's going to approve? You're going to flood more money down there to pay for more process servers? More than, you know, $6 billion in the supplemental to try to get border security enhanced. I mean, I think we, I, you and I are obviously not going to see uh, the, the policy solutions the same way. And I respect Well, I'm just that. looking for but results. The idea, I'm saying if, if idea, you're concerned about the number of people crossing, you're not getting results. The idea so at some point you have to say, we got to do something different. Well, the idea that we haven't looked at this and tried to work on this and trying to work in, in concert with, with Congress is just not true. We are. This is a complicated issue, and it's going to require a real team approach, not just from the executive branch, but from the legislative branch as well. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. 100%. Everything I just spelled out could be done tomorrow if Joe Biden ordered it. There's nothing Congress can do. Joe Biden's and his Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas are orchestrating the largest invasion of the United States of America. So now Joe Biden, I believe, is guilty of not just enabling this invasion, but he's incentivizing this invasion of the United States. I believe Secretary Mayorkas is a co-conspirator in that as well. So if Joe Biden enables an invasion, if he incentivizes an invasion... Is that not treasonous? Now, I don't say that lightly. To accuse a president of the United States of treason is a tall, tall accusation. But I don't know how else to explain it. What he is doing to this country is destroying it. It is about as treasonous of an action as you get. Now, we're arguing about whether he should be impeached and this and that. The bottom line is we have 10 months now uh, before the next election. Basically, we've got to we've got to get President Trump in and we've got to win this election. 
because you've got a devious media that's pitching, pitching a very false narrative. You, you've got them out everywhere, not supporting our allies in the Middle East. You think about the problems this country faces right now. And it all stems, much of it, from immigration. When you look at crime in America, who do you think is committing lots of crimes in these big cities? These are illegal aliens that are coming in, engaging in drug dealing, sex trafficking, gang activity, uh, and the like. Not to mention drunk driving, a horrific crime uh, that far too many illegal aliens uh, have killed Americans behind the wheel. You have our health care system. Think about it. If you live in a big city and you rely on a county hospital, you're going to go sit there and wait for four hours. Why? Because illegal aliens are in the emergency room waiting to have babies, one. And I know everyone's going to say, oh, that's so harsh. You're just, no, they're coming here to have anchor babies so then they can stay and their baby is an American citizen. I actually believe that law needs to change. You need to have two parents. No, you need to have one parent that's an American citizen. That would be my one parent that's an American citizen uh, in order to have your child be an American citizen, okay? Um, so all of these things stem from the border. Healthcare, economy, crime. Think about the economy. They're taking Americans' jobs. And then the jobs they're doing that Americans don't want, they're taking money for that. And where's the money going? It's going back to their home country. It's not staying here in the United States. All of that is not good, to say the least. So I think what I'm going to do today, only because I'm feeling like crap, if you could tell, and I got the Real America's Voice show tonight, I'm going to cut the podcast just a little bit short. I, I like to go at least 30, 40 minutes, but um, I'm just beat down. A flu B? What is that? That's what that's what I think I might have. Not Floby. I can't use one of those, the vacuum thing to cut your hair, but flu B. So um, we shall see. But I will be ready to go for the Real America's Voice show tonight. Don't forget, folks, GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. Please go there, subscribe to the podcast, and uh, like the video, share the video. All of your support is so helpful. Uh, God bless all of you. Stinchfield's Army Rolls. We'll see you on the Real America's Voice show tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time.